Do they still serve Balboa oh, beer? Absolutely. It is. I don't know if it's the number one, but it would be tied probably with the other beer called Panama. Panama, yeah. Balboa, and Atlas. And beers are about 55 cents. All right, so today we are heading down to the beautiful country of Panama in Panama City with my new friend, Sherry Cooper. Sherry, thanks for doing the podcast. Hey, it's my pleasure. Hola. Yeah, hola. This is great because I've I've spent some time in um, Panama and, and, and specifically Panama City, and I just fell in love with it. It's it's such a beautiful place to be and live. Um, and, uh, and I remember the first time was 2001 Sherry. And I was like, going, this is a place that I'd probably love to retire in one day. So it's I'm, now I'm doing a podcast on, on, you know, living overseas and retiring overseas. Um, and, uh, I'm really happy to be doing it on Panama city. So Sherry, give us a little bit of backstory about you, where you're from and how you landed in Panama City. Sure, thanks, Ray. I'm um, Canadian, I'm Canadian, uh, and I moved to Panama six years ago as a resident, I'm a permanent resident here with the uh, what they called a friendly nations visa. Mm -hmm. But I did come to Panama directly from Canada. I lived in Bahamas for 11 years before that. So this is certainly not my first international living rodeo. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, pretty happy to be in Panama. I decided to leave Bahamas just because I'd kind of done it. I yeah. uh, lived an island lifestyle and um, it was getting very expensive. Um, I raised my daughter in Bahamas and she was off to university. And so I just didn't really have that that need to stick around anymore. Uh, also wanted to live in a place where if you needed to buy new underwear, you didn't have to get on a plane. Yeah, to, yeah. To be then to move back to a city again. <laughs> <laughs> to get off an island. Yeah, to get off that island. Exactly. Well, that's that's awesome. So yeah, and it sounds like you're you're a person who's kind of like an adventurer. You like to, you know, to to see new things and and um explore new areas of the world. Oh, definitely. Between um, uh, traveling and uh, living in new places and getting to meet new people, it's really the life. We only have one life and it's not very long, so we should make it as deep as we can. Yeah, well said. Well said. So you mentioned Friendly Nations Visa. I'm familiar with that. I know they have a, I think it's a pensionata visa and a friendly nations visa. What can you, so everybody who's watching these podcasts, they want to know how challenging it is to to live in Panama. You obtained the Friendly Nations visa. What can you share about that? Sure. Well, the thing about the Friendly Nations visa is when I got it and started the application process about seven years ago, it's it was well different from when it what it is now. Okay. Uh, back then, and it's a little irrelevant because it isn't doesn't apply anymore. You just needed to have five thousand dollars in the bank mm -hmm. and pay a, a lawyer about $5,000 for the entire process from start to finish. Mm -hmm. You get your resident card and you're, you're here, you're a permanent wow. resident. Yeah. Um, now I understand that the requirements are a lot higher, that you have to invest some money in Panama, whether buying a house or, 
for investing in a business, I think to the tune of about $200,000. Now that's for the friendly nations visa. Okay. Um, the process wasn't very onerous. Um, it was getting fingerprinted, I believe, uh, maybe not even, I think just having a police check, um, some references, uh, having money in a bank in Panama, which was probably the hardest because, and everybody says this is the problem, that to get a bank account, you have to be a resident, but to become a resident, you have to have a bank account. And so there's a bit of a circular argument there, but there are a few banks that take care of it. But you know, it's no found it no more onerous than um, opening a bank account these days, which requires a whole lot of know your client information and you know detailed mm -hmm. information. And the lawyers just took care of it all. They're very very good lawyers here that can handle that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So I know the Friendly Nations visa has changed. The Pensionado visa is for people who um, come to Panama as a, a retired person that they're mm -hmm. not intending to work here. It's not. Um, an opportunity to, be, to to have a visa and live here and then search for work. Then you would have to change that to a friendly nations visa or a work permit mm -hmm. from what I understand. With my friendly nations visa, I can apply for a work permit. I can um, start a business uh, and just make the proper applications. The pensionado, I believe you have to show some level of retirement income, mm -hmm. uh, um, whether it be through uh, a pension um, in your home country or investments or or have enough cash in the bank to afford to live here i think okay. it's a little to get than the friendly nations yeah well um, i would yeah. think yeah because it sounds like it's if the, the friendly nations if you have to invest up to two hundred thousand, i would think the majority of the people that are looking to live in panama are not going through that that visa well a lot of people are if they are um really planning to stay here and make a living here and work here start a business mm -hmm. two hundred thousand dollars they can buy a property here and then they qualify and then gotcha. they have a home for their family you know okay gotcha okay all right great so now let's let's move on to um flat costs so when people are thinking about moving to panama city they're they're thinking about what can I get a flat for? What can I get a nice one bedroom, two bedroom apartment for? What do they go for nowadays in Panama City? Sure. Well, I'm more than happy to tell you what I pay. I live in an, Panama City is a, a, an, an area of neighborhoods for sure. Some more upscale than others, some more, um, more densely populated with expats versus the local Panamanian community. Uh, neither of them are better than the other, they're just different. The area I live in is right on the Bay of Panama in an area called uh, the Cinta Costera, the coastal belt. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I have a beautiful view over the Bay of Panama. You can see the, the boats lining up for the canal. Um, and the area is called Marbella, very walkable. My apartment is a uh, thousand square feet. It's two bedroom, two bath. And I pay eleven hundred dollars a month. Okay. Uh, in a pretty pretty decent neighborhood. Uh, it's an older building with an incredible social area, which they call it area social, which has a pool and a gym and lounge chairs and places for people to eat and a sauna and twenty four seven security. It includes a parking. Nice. It's not an apartment, but it's a two bedroom, two bath, and with an incredible view. And no balcony. You're right on the the bay. You said, right on the bay. Yeah. You, can you see it through the 
what's your view like? <laughs> <laughs> can you, my view is. Can you uh, show us? Sure, happy to. <laughs> Whatever, okay, this is this is going to be hard to look at from from here. <laughs> I'm sure it is. So okay. this is my view. This is not fair. That is not fair. Listen to Costera down there. It's a walking cycling path that's um, pretty long, and we can see some islands over there that are uh, islands that you can visit for day pass day tours, and then part of the city. This is a, a the east end of uh, the city, and you can see. Yes. My building, we can see all the way over to the old town in Casco Viejo, Casco Viejo from here. Yep. Let's see the, the canal. So pretty sweet. Very happy. Oh, what a gorgeous place. <laughs> what a gorgeous place. Yeah, it was uh, important to me having lived on an island for so long that I'd be able to see the water and be close to it. It's not water you can really swim in here in the city, but um, just seeing it every day and watching the fishing boats in the canal is uh, is really magical. So my neighborhood, um, I think I actually got a pretty sweet deal. I know other places in my building are going for about $1,400 a month for a similar property. Okay. There, on, on this um, Cinta Costera um, is a whole line of big uh, or PHs or uh, condo buildings. And they start at... I would say probably mine is among the cheapest. Okay. Uh, and, you know, all the way up to $4,000 a month. I mean, you can sort of get whatever, you know, you're looking for on, on Avenida Balboa. Yeah. Avenida there, Balboa. Avenida Balboa, Balboa Avenue. Okay. It's the sort of front row to the, uh, to the bay. There are definitely lots of other places that uh, aren't, aren't $1,100 or $4,000 or $2,500 a month. Yeah. So uh, what's the low end that you can sure. get in the city? Yeah. I mean, you could certainly get a one bedroom in a different neighborhood, maybe um, in Carasquilla, which is close to a beautiful park in Panama City called Parque Omar. You could get an apartment there, a one bedroom, probably for about $600 a month. Mm -hmm. Okay. And do, do these apartments include utilities or are they separate utilities are separate okay mostly sort of it's sort of about half and half in my case and in a lot of buildings um the water is included mm -hmm. and the gas pretty much all the buildings uh have gas so my stove my dryer and my hot water heater are gas and it's and so okay. that is included in the price um, so the electricity and um, the Wi-Fi, you know, internet service, phone service, if people have that anymore, uh, is extra. Mm -hmm. Okay. So roughly, would you, for people that don't have, don't have that included in rent, what would they typically pay for utilities? Do you think like gas, water for one person, roughly, if you have any idea, do you? Yeah. Um, uh don't on the water or gas the place i've lived has definitely had the water and gas included i see okay <laughs> fairly standard yeah uh, okay yeah i think i think they sort of reckon that you know you're uh, an apartment you're not going to go through a whole lot of it to be fair sure <laughs> sure sort of uh, operation out of your place okay but um, electricity is uh definitely much more affordable than it was in Canada and in the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. uh, my little two-bedroom place, I have three air conditioning units, 
they just use the split units. So I only have air conditioning running in whatever room I'm using, if at all. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, my fridge, my electronics. Uh, and I pay about $80 a month. Probably okay. could get that lower if I tried. Maybe got a, a more efficient refrigerator. Gotcha. Okay. And my internet, my Wi-Fi is, um, I think, $55 a month. Okay, so that's comparable to the U.S. Sounds like the fifty-five for the uh, for the Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. Okay. I know. And then my cell phone is a, a postpaid plan, so you know I've got a plan. It's just month to month, but it's twenty dollars a month. Pretty okay. unlimited. So okay, yeah, that's that's cheap. Definitely cheap. All right. And then how much do you, do you spend on groceries a month? Sure. So I, I don't eat out very much. Um, I have, um, I have a disease called celiac disease, so I can't eat gluten. So it makes it really oh. difficult to eat out. Uh, mm -hmm. So but I'm able to be accommodated pretty well uh, in terms of groceries here in terms of having gluten-free offerings and, mm -hmm. and I don't eat a lot of meat either. So, but none of it is super expensive. I would probably say my monthly grocery bill is about ooh, without wine. Um, um, gosh, no more than $250 a month, I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like how the, the caveat <laughs> without wine. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So two, two fifty approximately is what you, you spend a month. Okay. And then, you know, that, do you, when you go out to restaurants and the neighborhood, the neighborhood restaurants that are um, been around for a while, what do you pay for a meal at a restaurant today in Panama City? I, um, what's the range? Super runs the gambit. Yeah, um, I, I imagine. Yeah, uh, with or without wine. The there are little restaurants around Panama and they call them fondas, F-O-N-D-A, a fonda. And it just has to be a little grill. It'll be very often in a, an old shipping container or just a little structure where they're grilling chicken or frying fish or um, a chuleta, which is a pork chop or a piece of meat. Uh, you'll get it with some, uh, some rice, uh, some vegetable or salad, maybe a little plantain and very often a soup and a drink, either a beer or an iced tea yeah. for, I've seen them as low as $3.99, $3.99 wow. for a full lunch. They call it a menu, menu ejecutiva, the executive menu. And uh, so there are a lot of little places like that to get uh, really cheap eats, delicious, okay. fresh, nothing packaged, you know, well-seasoned and uh, quick. Mm-hmm. Then there are some pretty high-end restaurants. The, the city has really embraced, um, uh, you know, the culinary scene has really just amped up in mm -hmm. even the last, you know, seven, eight years since I've been coming here. Uh, you know, high-end sushi places, um, celebrity chef type things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in Casco Viejo, where it's really become quite gentrified, as well as on my strip here in um, Avenida Balboa, you you're starting to look at entrees in the you know thirty eight dollar range. Yeah, now. wow. Um, yeah, or something pretty special. But there's something for for everybody for sure. 
Yeah. Wow. That's great though. I mean, how have you been to Cafe Coca-Cola? In- I haven't been, but I no? did walk by it just recently because I do love tromping around in that old part of the city, uh, in the Casco Viejo, the um uh which translates to old helmet. Uh, I guess it was a, a fortification um, area after the um, the very old Panama City was burned down 500 plus years ago. Yeah. So, not quite that long ago, but it was founded 500 years ago. And uh, the new city built up in Casco Viejo. Um, really incredible architecture. Uh, love the area. And, it's, and that's another area where you can just walk around and go to really inexpensive shops and get, you mm-hmm. know, and had to buy some kind of sewing things right you know a few buttons and some needles and threads and kind of hand it over a quarter mm-hmm. for kind of a little bag of a whole lot of stuff mm-hmm. uh, but a beautiful juice with made with mm-hmm. uh, remolacha beets and uh carrots mm-hmm. um a 16 ounce juice from a street vendor for a dollar right mm-hmm. how much does that cost in in new york right <laughs> right <laughs> fresh juice um yeah yeah, do they still sell molas down there? Yeah, they definitely do. <laughs> molas, I I still have a bunch of molas laying around oh, here, all over the place. Right. Yeah, it's like uh, I got a. Let me see. There's a mola. I got them right here where you could see the. Uh, here's one. I mean, yeah. I have them all over the house, and these are were purchased quite a while ago. Oh that is a, that a mola. Yeah, they're yeah. just. They're gorgeous. Yeah. And so you you definitely will see. So that's um, uh, a piece of artwork made by the indigenous uh, in Panama. And there are, I don't want to misquote it, but, you know, somewhere between six and 10 in that area of indigenous groups in Panama. Um, And certainly there is one that is in and around Panama City. And Mm -hmm. you see people still dressed in traditional dress. Yep. Um, We're practicing their dancing on the Sintacostera. Um, and selling wares and selling molas and and doing their art and their beadwork and uh, and just another beautiful connection to the city. Wow! So also a really so a wonderful, really just wonderful. Yeah, that t- the uh, a lot of people don't know this, but um, I have a nickname Balboa. Oh, and, you're kidding! And and now it's and and people <laughs> think oh it's because of Rocky Rocky it's no. It's oh. because because of the beer. When I was in Panama, there was, the beer Balboa was all over the place. Every yeah. bar was serving Balboa. Yeah. And so yeah. do they still serve Balboa oh, beer? Absolutely. It is. I don't know if it's the number one, but it would be tied probably with the other beer called Panama. Panama, yeah. Balboa, and Atlas. And beers are about 55 cents in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So in dollar thirty five at uh, at the cheaper places, but they're usually about two bucks at sort of every spot. And by comparison, so so if they're fifty five cents at the grocery store, they're just around twelve dollars, just a little mm-hmm. over twelve dollars for a case of twenty four in Canada. We call them a two four. Mm-hmm. In the Bahamas, a case of local beer, or you know, in Panama they call it nacional, local beer brewed in in the country. A case of beer in Bahamas is fifty six dollars. Wow. 12 in Panama. Yeah. I mean, that's the difference in living on an island, man. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, that's why Hawaii is so expensive. It's crazy. All right. So how about entertainment? I 
what do you what what do people do for entertainment? I know it's very outdoorsy. I I did a lot of biking while I was in Panama City. Um, what do people do for entertainment? And what and when you break that down for the viewers, I mean, how much do you feel like somebody living here would need to to budget to do various things? Sure, sure. Well, first of all, there's a ton of free stuff to do. Mm -hmm. We we're talking about being outdoors. Absolutely. The Sintacostera, I have a bike. You could rent a bike. The bikes are about $5 to rent. Um, and every Sunday, the, uh, the the city shuts down part of the big road in front of my house so that people can ride their bikes from 5 a.m. to noon right on the road. And so, you know, thousands and thousands of people are with their kids and their bikes and their rollerblades um, enjoying it. There are many, many parks in this city. It's very green and there's always something going on. There's always some music or some festival or something to, to join in or a, a market. Um, uh, so tons of parks that really are a testament to how the country takes care of their people and really mm -hmm. makes it beautiful for them. Uh, there are, there's definitely an amazing nightlife in Casco Viejo and in Panama City. Casco Viejo, when you came, um, you mentioned something about a rooftop. The rooftops is just like an explosion now. You know, there are restaurants at the bottom and then rooftops with DJs, live music, you know, something like salsa classes happening, something going on all the time on the rooftops, real and incredible views of the water and of the city. So lots to do in Casco Viejo in terms of that. Museums, cheap to nothing to get into, uh, mm -hmm. particularly if you're a resident. Okay. Um, residents get a lot of discounts uh, to visit the Panama Canal and see the boats going through the canal. For residents, I believe it's about $2 and for visitors, it's about 17 So we get real discounts. Wow, okay. Um, Wow, that's amazing how cheap that is. Yeah, and and we have a beautiful national park or a metropolitan park right in the heart of the city that has about um, four and a half, five kilometers of hiking trails with incredible views. And it's a dollar for residents to enter. Wow. It's incredible groom trails with monkeys and sloths and anteaters and all the rest. So, you mm. know, yeah, lots to do for sure. And then there's well, a national there's a national theater. We have movie theaters. You know, movie theaters are aren't cheap anywhere, but they're certainly also not cheap here. But uh, you know, mm -hmm. we get all we get all the movies and in, in in English and in Spanish. So, do they have a? Uh, I'm sure they do. They must have some kind of dance company there. And uh, you said a national theater or perform? Is it performing performance? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Opera and dance and and live theater. Yeah. Okay. And, Every year there's a jazz festival that's free to go to out in the out in the, uh, the area called uh, Ciudad de del Saber, uh, the city of knowledge, and it's free to go to. You bring your lawn chair and watch some, you know, jazz greats from or around Latin America and from Panama as well. Yeah, we get we get concerts. You know, we had um, uh, Sting and Shaggy played here a few years ago yeah. at one of the arenas, and uh, also um, we had. Uh, I've forgotten his name. It'll come back again. Uh, Mark Anthony. He'll he'll he was oh, here. Oh, uh, that's a name yeah. I haven't heard in a long time. Hey, Anthony. Yeah. 
Okay. You name it, we've got it. Sport, you know, we can certainly you know, watch local um, baseball teams and soccer teams and that sort of thing. So just you name it, you got it. Okay. The, the How much do you feel like people would budget? It sounds like a lot of the great things to do are free. And the weather's so nice year round in Panama, so you're always outdoors, right? Sure. That's that's another benefit of Panama. But what do you think people would budget to 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 for for entertainment per month? If you had to put a price on it, um, for me, I probably spend no more than twenty dollars a month. Wow. <laughs> to be that's honest, great. I really enjoy the outside, enjoy the free things, the yeah. ministry. Where the Ministry of Culture puts a lot of things on. Um, oh, maybe that's not quite true. One thing I do indulge in, but this isn't, I don't know, so much entertainment or eating out or dining, but there is a wine club that I that I go to mm. almost a month that is a sort of three-course meal, five wine tasting for $50 at a different restaurant. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we never did talk about like the, like if you had the budget per month going out to restaurants. Mm -hmm. I know the price varies and it depends on taste. But I typically focus on like like neighborhood restaurants. Sounds like they start at three ninety nine, or even you said sometimes less. But how much would people do you feel need to budget per month to to get by um, going out to eat? Sure, I'm. Let me let me give it a thought here because uh, there's a fantastic Argentinian steakhouse that's just around the corner from me that I can safely mm -hmm. eat at, and I probably wouldn't spend more than. 30 bucks there, including a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, so I probably would repeat that, you know, once a week and I go out more than once a week. Um, okay. And if that makes sense. You know, yeah. Sort of, yeah. So say maybe 120 a month. Yeah. Yeah. 150, 120. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. And then getting around mm -hmm. what kind of transportation system does, um, Panama City have do they have a metro they do have a metro okay <laughs> and they keep opening up lines all the time uh and it is it, it's unbelievable it is newish yes uh, now goes from a pretty far pretty far in the west end of the city to just before you start crossing the, the canal all the way up to the airport which uh, which is pretty far. You can certainly take the metro pretty far. And it's 35 cents. Okay, wow. To take the metro. <laughs> I don't know what it is in New York anymore. I was just there in the spring, but uh, my partner was paying for it at the time. So my partner at the time was paying for it at the time. Yeah. I know in Toronto, it's, you know, around $4. In, yeah, it's, know, it's well, it's costly, but people buy like these weekly passes and monthly passes in New York to reduce the cost. Do they offer that in Panama? No, no, no you just, just get a card, you just top it up. Um, it up. You buy a card, you buy a card for a dollar, and then you just top it up. And so you, you can use that on the metro, and you can use it on the buses, the city buses, of which there are plenty. Okay. Uh, you can pretty much any corner of the city with the city buses, and they are, and the bus is twenty five cents. So you just draw it down on your wow. card. 35 cents and 25 cents okay there are also lots of regional buses and shuttles that go between towns and mm -hmm. people that live outside the city but work in the city a lot of them use it and we're talking a couple of bucks dollar yeah. to a couple of bucks maybe even less to get sort of across the bridge the, the canal and uh, get to other areas of the, the country that you might need to mm -hmm. okay but mostly 
I'm I'm on the heel toe express. I'm just I'm walking all over the city. It is really easy to get around, and uh, um, you know the neighborhoods tend to be pretty uh, packed with just about everything you need. You know the grocery store is very close. The um, you know the the salon is close. The restaurants are very close. The hardware store and the pharmacy and you know the wine store. Mm -hmm. uh, the bakery, whatever, everything is super, a lot of people just walk it. It's pretty walkable as well. The other thing is um, Uber is uh, amazing and crazy cheap. Okay. I'm, hard pressed, I'm hard pressed to pay any more than $3 to get anywhere in the city by Uber. Wow. Yeah. All right. That's really terrific. So it so sounds to me like nobody really, Panama City is an ideal city to live in and not have a vehicle. You don't need a car there. I don't have a vehicle. No. Wow. Okay. I, 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 um, I, I did have a vehicle with my uh, ex-partner and I would say it left the garage once every four weeks. We wow. just did. We walked yeah. for our groceries. We walked for our entertainment or we just take an Uber. It would seem to be a whole lot easier. Traffic's a little rough here. It's, yeah. There's a lot of traffic in the city and it's uh, Panamanian drivers are a bit crazy and you get mm. used to it and, uh, as you do anything, but um, sure. Uh, they just didn't really feel the need for it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I love that. Expat community. A lot of yeah. people that are considering Panama don't speak Spanish, and they're looking to connect with a community where they're going to be able to acclimate and speak their own language and slowly move into the culture itself. Is there a good size expat community that people can connect with down there? Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, the where I started uh, making friends here was, um, you know, kind of going to the, the local place. And if I could hear people speaking English, I'd just sort of say, hey, where are you from? You knew here, are you living here? And no one's ever accused me of being shy. <laughs> and, uh, and so made some really good friends that way. But also there's a, a group um, you may be familiar with called Internations which is a worldwide expat group. And the Internations group here is very strong and really super nice people that are, um, uh, you know, all have moved from somewhere else. And there are probably three or four events a week, depending on what, what your interests are. And there are, the Panama group probably has eight or 10 different subgroups so there's the book group there's the change makers group there's the outdoor fitness people there's the wine drinkers group i've mentioned wine a lot uh but it's okay <laughs> that, that's that that's easy to do when you live in panama city right, exactly so and you don't have to drive <laughs> so, you know, the dinner group and uh so there's always something kind of going on uh, uh language exchange and so you're meeting people from all over not just from the u.s um and i find the internations people typically tend to be not as not as many people from the u.s or north america but definitely more european other latin american countries um and uh really really nice people that you, you're going to want to spend time with outside of you know and really they become sort of if when you're new to a new country um you know when you want to spend holidays with people these become your family yes uh, so uh, mentioned, mentioned mentioned before we were recording that uh, yesterday was canadian thanksgiving and i had uh, some people over to share you know thanksgiving as though they were my family okay all right great so um healthcare yeah. people are always interested in what are the, what do you do for healthcare in panama 
Sure, sure. Well, um, you know, being Canadian, we don't have to think about it too much in terms of cost. Uh, we certainly have to think about it in terms of wait times and uh, um, and, and those and services and that sort of thing. Um, Panama, the healthcare is amazing. The there are a lot of the doctors, or pretty much all of them, um, started some training or had some training in the U.S. or abroad. Uh, so many of them speak English. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's very easy to get your message across. Uh, the pricing is outstanding. Um, if, if you want to pay out of pocket, uh, the quality of care is really impressive. There is a John, Johns Hopkins affiliated hospital here, uh, as well as a Cleveland clinic affiliated hospital. So pretty cutting edge stuff and, you know, mm -hmm. well-trained people, you know, and all the specialties you could possibly need in the city okay. and easy to get them quickly. You know, yeah. to call up a specialist and be able to be seen within the week, sometimes next day. Um, uh, and uh, if I if I could give a bit of an example of sort of the cost of something, um, I had an annual physical, just hadn't had one in a while. And I thought, oh, I better get check under the hood a little bit and see if everything's still OK. And a full physical with kind of, you know, I don't want to get too too graphic, but, you know, all the bits and pieces uh, including a mammogram was about $200 out of pocket. Wow. Okay. So you're just paying out of pocket. You don't have any insurance. I do have insurance. I do, you do. Have insurance for, um, you know, the real big emergency stuff, just in the case of, uh, um, okay. you know, accident or, you know, something other catastrophic. So I keep it for that okay. um, because, because out of pocket is just, it's just easy. It's, it's cheap and easy. Um, my daughter had her wisdom teeth removed here, mm -hmm. um, all four of them. She was an adult. They were impacted. So it required a surgery for which she was sedated mm -hmm. in, the, in the dentist office and all in, including follow-ups, WhatsApp messaging between the surgeon and, and my daughter and, um, you know, medication, all the rest, the, the, the preliminary, including the x-rays, it was a thousand dollars for wow. the surgery. You know, so <laughs> for the things that you need, I know a lot of people just kind of self-insure. Do they have a public yeah. um, healthcare program that you could join as a resident of the country? No, you know, I'm not really sure how the um, the Panamanians uh, do it, but there definitely is sort of a two-tier, not a, well, a health system, I guess. You can definitely pay for the more... Um, uh, the more expensive the private uh, hospitals and and then there is a public hospital and definitely a public system mm -hmm. um, and people are telling when I go to my doctor um, it's $40 just for to go in for a you know something's bothering me I've got an infection or you know hurt my knee uh, and it's $40 just to show up mm -hmm. um, and then prescriptions generally tend to be pretty cheap depending on what class they are you know what kind of they are sure uh, I understand that going to the more public clinics or walking into sort of a public, uh, you know, emergency clinic is more in the $10, $15 range. Mm -hmm. So in, in the interior of the country and in, in other areas, my, my doctor speaks multiple languages and it's a, it's a walk-in clinic, but they have lots of doctors and specialties and labs and things in it. So for 40 mm -hmm. bucks just to walk in, I feel pretty, pretty good about that. Well, Sherry, Sherry, man, I, I covered everything and we, we, you real you've offered so many amazing tips and information on Panama city. 
Um, is there anything else that you can think of that we haven't covered? It's a really warm and wonderful country. The city is fantastic. I, when, when I first came here, I wasn't sure if I wanted to live in, in a city, um, having lived sort of an island life for a while. But what I realized how how small the country is, it's so easy to travel between the different regions um, of the country, whether it be the islands, the beaches, the rainforest, the mountains, and, uh, and you're going to be welcome just about everywhere you go if you come with open eyes and open heart and uh they'll they'll respond with open arms and um, it's really an amazing place to be it yeah it really is it's a special place it, it truly is a special place jerry yeah cooper thank you so much for doing this i really appreciate it sharing all this information have a have a great rest of the day and i'll i'll see you soon Cheers, Jay.